Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today I read the case Myers v. State, 781-SW-2D-730, Texas Court of Appeals, 2nd District, 1989. This is a case that involves dildos. Dildos, dildos, dildos. So what happened here, my friends? Let's find out what happened on this battlefield. The decision says, quote, Appellant appeals his jury conviction of possession with intent to promote obscene devices. See Texas Penal Code, annotated section 43.23, Vernon, 1989. The jury assessed punishment of six months confinement in the Denton County Jail and a $2,000 fine. End quote. Six months confinement. Wife beaters don't get that much. Ridiculous. $2,000 fine, like I always like to mention, was back in 1989, so he got just that for inflation 30 years later. That's way overboard. The decision continues, continues. It says, quote, Appellant alleges six points of error by the trial court. One, insufficient evidence to support conviction. Two, permitting leading questions by the state of its witnesses. Three, comment by the court on the weight of the evidence. Four, admission of the defendant's statement when allegedly in custody. Five, failing to instruct jury on lawful possession of obscene devices. And six, failing to limit jury instructions on elements of obscenity. End quote. Although I don't like the way these judges discuss this stuff, I don't like their point of view, I do like how they made all the points like that up front. This may seem like a small thing, but in most cases, you have to sift through it to get all the points. You gotta, so it's nice to have it put in front like that. Makes it easier to understand the essence of the case. So what went down? It says, quote, The record shows that Officer Geller, the state's only witness, executed a search warrant of Wrangler Video Store. At trial, he identified appellant as a sole employee on duty at the store. Appellant was charged was in charge of the store and had care, custody, control, and management over the store premises and the items on display. Appellant was the only person at the store and he was standing behind a display counter of dildos and other sexually orientated material where a cash register was located. Upon Officer Geller's explanation of a search warrant, Appellant stated he needed to call his boss. The statement was made before he was under arrest and was unsolicited. Appellant made the call and told Officer Geller someone would take charge of the premises. Officer Geller sees 626 dildos and obscene items from the store. 401 were on display and were within reach or view from where appellant stood on duty. 54 of these items were entered into evidence. Officer Geller identified these exhibits as assorted dildos and other sexually orientated devices. See Texas Penal Code Annotated, Section 4321 Vernon, 1989. Officer Geller testified that the items were offered for sale and that, in his opinion, anyone in the appellant's position at the time of the execution of the warrant would know the obscene content and character of the items. End quote. This is way overboard. That's a lot of deal, though, 626. They got some good business systems going on there because their supply chain is supplying them with plenty. I don't know how fast these stores typically go through their dildos, but that's a good amount on hand. 
It says they only had one witness, that Officer Geller. That sounds like a weak case to me. Unfortunately, it was enough to convict the defendant during the trial. What I found interesting was the defendant tried to argue something rather interesting. It says, quote, Dildos were without serious quality, artistic merit, literary merit, or scientific value in order to convict a appellant, end quote. So it was saying about he believed they gave the wrong instructions. I don't know how dildos could have artistic, literary, or scientific value, at least artistic and literary value, maybe if you made a really creative dildo. So maybe that's what we should try to do going forward so we can avoid this. Make your dildos creative works of art, not just plain devices. And it continues, it says, quote, See Texas Penal Code Annotated Section 4321A7. Appellant apparently confuses this statutory definition with the definition of a scene which mandates a finding that the material lacks serious, literary, artistic, political, and scientific value. End quote. Yes, usually in these obscenity trials, that's a bone of contention where they have a magazine and they say there's no literary, artistic, political, or scientific value in the pornographic magazine. And that's technically true because pornography by its nature doesn't have literary, artistic, political, or scientific value generally. But the bigger question is, should that alone mean it's banned? I don't think so, but Texas does. So let's continue. It says, quote, The instruction here did not need to define obscene because the statute defines dildo as an obscene device. The state only had to establish that the dildos were obscene devices defined in 4321A7. The only case cited by appellant in support of this point expressly held that the court's statutory definition of obscene device pattern on a Georgia statute is constitutional. End quote. I like what the defendant is doing in this trial, trying to find whatever grounds they can. Sometimes the grounds may not be something that works or some people may not agree with, but it's worth a try. I don't like it when people do that in other types of criminal trials when the defendant is purely guilty and they're just trying to weave around some very weak ground to get out. But this is a good fight here, unlike some murderer or some rapist trying to get out of their case. This is a good fight, so we need to do what we can. It's worth it to overturn this stuff. Unfortunately, they say, quote, judgment is affirmed, end quote. Alas, alas. Myers here did a good thing by fighting. Myers very well may be in First Amendment heaven if Myers has died. If Myers have not convicted, have not committed some heinous offense like murder, then Myers very well may be in First Amendment heaven. So let's strive to be like Myers and end up in First Amendment heaven. The way we do that is fighting the good fight, opposing obscenity laws, fighting on the battlefield. Let us move forward. How will you advance the First Amendment freedom of speech, and third parties today. Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.